Hey, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you. Hey, buddy, come here. I'm going to tell you something. You, uh, you like football? You, uh, you like to bet on games? You ever bet on games, man? I'm going to tell you something. If you want to pick winners every week, just listen to this podcast and just pick the opposite of what we pick. Almost always guaranteed to be winners, particularly in the NFL. Not so much college, because who knows? Every now and then a marshal rears its ugly head and destroys Notre Dame. Sorry, Ed. It's a good way to spend your Saturdays and Sundays. Maybe you drop, you know, 10, 15 bucks. Doesn't have to be much. Just makes the games a little bit more exciting. Or, if you're the kind of guy, if you, even if you don't want to bet money, just keep track of your picks and see how you would have done theoretically. You know, Jeff does this every week. Rumor has it he's uh, buying a house in Martha's Vineyard to uh, put up some uh, immigrants. Jeff's that kind of guy, you know. Uh, Tom Robinson uh, might apply to be an immigrant to get in uh, Jeff's uh, handy bus shuttle to Martha's Vineyard. You never know. Up here in Canada, we ain't got those problems, eh? So if you're looking for something to do, which I guess if you're hearing this, you've already chose, made that choice, chosen, made that choice. Listen to me. It's 8.30 in the morning. I'm, I, yeah. Uh, there's a, some football tonight. Um, NCAA, Florida State, and uh, Louisville. And, of course, tomorrow there's a you know, string of TV on, basically, and same with Sunday. So you know what? Do yourself a favor. Turn off the, the, the news and the, the politics and all the nonsense that's going on in the world. Forget about the queen for a day or two, or period, if you like. And uh, just enjoy yourself. Relax. Watch some sports. Have a good time, you know. Have a have a Coke and a, and a snack, if that's your thing. Uh, have a beer and a pizza, if that's your thing. Uh, be responsible, of course, if you're drinking and betting. But uh, have, a, have a good time, everybody. Everybody needs to chill out. It's everybody's way too tense about way too much. Let's just uh, let's just have some fun for a couple of days, and uh, enjoy the enjoy the podcast, man. And uh, if you cheer for uh, the Rams, sorry. If you cheer for Notre Dame, twice sorry. Although you should get a win this week, but you never know. And uh, everybody just uh, yeah. Just be cool. This announcement brought to you by the Great White North. Take care, everyone. Oh, by the way, the podcast ends rather abruptly because uh, Jeff got so excited he pulled his headset out and uh, we lost him. So uh, there's no real ending. So just uh, imagine an ending for yourself, uh, whatever works for you, and uh, slap it on there and, and enjoy. See you later, everyone. Take care. Pack it up, pack it in, we're about to begin. Timmy's here and Jeff be joining in. Hope you like the intro, hope you like the show. Now turn up the volume cause we're ready to go. Welcome boys and girls to the White McCann Jump Show.
Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Wide Men Can't Jump. As always, I'm Tim, and with me, I, finally, after a short hiatus, Gigolo Jeff. Well, I went into hiding for a while. My youth got beat in, in uh, Gainesville, and but we're on our way back. We're going to win out, and we're going to get that final spot. You... Uh... Are you sure you haven't confused this with the uh, Notre Dame speech? <laughs> Sorry, Ed. Well, but, uh, yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's let's because uh, we're going to have an abbreviated uh, edition here tonight. Um, so let's get right to it. Uh, week one in college football, or week or week two, I guess it is. Sorry, week two. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> Notre Dame uh, starts. Well, they've lost three three in a row now. First time ever for a new coach. Um, dating back to the bowl game last year. Um, probably the I want by far a top five win in Marshall's program. Maybe some people are saying it's the best the magnitude of who it was against. Uh, I guess we'll see how. The season plays out to see how big it was. You know, if Notre Dame goes seven to five, it may not be as big. But if they happen to win nine to ten games, possibly. Uh, back in 2003, the herd beat Kansas State. They had a, they had a, they ended up finishing eighth in the AP poll. But uh, big win for the herd. Uh, you know, they were in it the whole time. This wasn't like a fluke. And they were up nine to seven at the half. And, uh, I mean, I watched the whole game. I'm still not sure. Like, I thought Marshall played well, but, like, Notre Dame, just, they, they, they don't. Either they're not any good or something's going on there because they did not look right to me. They didn't really look ready to play. That's what I mean. They, they didn't look right. Almost like the, they just felt it was a gimme, but when you're already 0-1, you shouldn't be – Shouldn't be playing anything like it's a gimme, but what the biggest thing is too is this week they're already thirteen point favorites versus California. So, well, I, I, yeah, I don't know what Cal's done so far this year, but I mean, I know they were ranked what fifth going in. Yes. I mean, it that loss dropped them to number thirty six. You know, and Marshall's done real well with the uh, the new transfer portal. I believe they had 24 new players on their team. Some people, some of the people, what's funny is some of the, you got a lot of Mountaineer apologists right now saying, well, the herd, they've got guys that couldn't uh, work hard enough or play good enough to, to, to be where they used to be, and now they're uh, all – coming to a school, but obviously these guys are good. They've jailed well together. Uh, the coach used to be under Saban. Uh, the quarterback actually beat beat West Virginia twice before when he was with Texas Tech, so he can play. Uh, but. Well, you can make you can make a, a good team out of 
three-star and four-star recruits, whereas you can also put together a bunch of five-star recruits, but they don't play like a team. Sometimes that's not helpful. Well, and like you know, some of your Mountaineer fans are saying that, but look at their quarterback. He used to be at Georgia, so I mean, everybody has benefited from some, and then of course they lost some defensive players to Miami. West Virginia did, but well, that's the nature of the beast going forward right now is that that's until they maybe change some rules or tighten that up. Uh, but right. the guys are going to move around. Uh, oh, we've got a live update from Thursday Night Football. The Chiefs have answered. The score is now 10-7. to 7. Uh, Chargers, uh, 11-38 left in the second quarter. Carry on, Jeff. Uh, it's kind of like free agency now, like in the Yeah, college. pretty much. Um, so what else, what else happened in week uh, two? Uh, Alabama survives the scare. Yeah, they were probably should have probably should have lost to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. there were some calls. I, I'll never, I'll never understand the safety. The, the, I don't know what the ruling on where there should have been a safety for them, but uh, Bryce Young got. Well, he, well, he either got tackled in the end zone, which was a safety, or or he fumbled and it went out of the end zone, which is a safety. I I still don't know what the because it was fourth down, wasn't it, on that play, or or it would have made it fourth down. They would I don't I don't know nothing about that play made any sense to me. And they didn't uh, and they didn't explain it very at all really on the telecast from what I saw or heard. Uh, yeah, I never got an explanation for it. I don't know where. I mean, he didn't when he threw the when the ball was out. He, I mean, there was it looked like there was a receiver in the vicinity of the. So yeah, I said I, I don't know. Again, that I, I don't know if that's Alabama getting the breaks, or it just feels like they are because it's Alabama. I don't I don't really know, but. Anyway, they survived, but they lost their number one. They were twenty-two point favorites. Well, as I said they they should have lost. I mean, I thought that was a very. They haven't really impressed all that much so far this year, to be honest. We'll see. They don't play anybody now for a couple of weeks, so they got a couple of weeks to do some fine tuning. But yeah. Uh. <laughs> Another game, too. Appalachian State Mountaineers beat Texas A&M. It wasn't a, it was a great day for the Sun Belt. It was. You know, then when the, and Appalachian State Marshals, uh, I don't know the date yet, but uh, they're, they're, I guess they're going to play, right? Uh, I believe they almost have to, don't they? They're, as I, yeah, I, as I understand. You know, there's some divisions and some conferences, but I don't think they have one. Sometimes you won't play, you know. Because, I mean, uh, Marshall, in the rankings, Marshall ended up at, wasn't quite enough to get them into the top 25, 26. And App State is at uh, 28, so. And they about beat Carolina the week before they lost, because they couldn't make a two-point conversion, but. Well, tw twice. <laughs> yeah. We say they I mean that they should have won that game too, but 
Yeah, there was a, the college football was a was a pretty decent. Uh, it, it was good viewing regardless of who you were cheering for. There was a lot of decent games. That's all. Really, this week, I, you know, I, I haven't really seen a lot. You know, usually when that's the case, there's maybe a couple of games might surprise you, but you know, Penn State and Auburn play. Um, LSU has Mississippi State at home. Uh, Texas A&M has Miami, uh, Florida at home. USC plays Fresno. So uh, yeah, there's not a not really there's, a there's not a lot in the especially in the top end. There's there's not much. Uh, I mean, I guess we could argue that. South Florida, Florida might be interesting just for the rivalry part of it. Um, you know, Clemson's playing Louisiana Tech. I guess Texas is playing Texas San Antonio, but that's probably a, a, a route. Like really, I mean, your Utes are—they might get a tough run from San Diego State. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think Utah's a three-touchdown favorite in that game. San Diego, you're right, San Diego State usually is pretty good, but, you know, I don't know. Uh, not necessarily switching gears, but, Tim, did you see where the college football playoff is expanding to 12? To 12, yeah, and they're trying to, and they're trying to get it done for, if they can, maybe. yeah, they're trying to get it done for next year. If they can figure, I guess there's certain uh, legal and contracts and shit, so they don't know if they can get it done quite that soon, but that's what they're hoping to do. Um, you know, this is what we've been, fans have been pleading for since the early to mid-90s, and it's taken, why it took this long was, I guess, with all the BCS contract and bullshit, you know, and then, but, you know, you're going to, I think you're going to have, what, the six highest conference champions and then six at large bid, so, you know, that's. Well, I don't know, I read. I think it's great. I read something about part of the reason they wanted, or at least the, the argument from NCAA at this point anyway, was that it will make bowl games will have a little more meaning than they used to in the last couple of years, where really. It didn't really matter at all whether you won a bowl game or not. Right. So. Well, I mean, you, when you have 40 bowls, I mean, and your, your teams are getting in there at five and seven, I mean. Right, right, right. I mean, but it, but it, they had to do something. But it used yeah. to be at least that okay, you know, if you were in the Rose Bowl and and you won it, that was a chance to really go up the rankings or make a claim on a national title or whatever. In the last two or three years, it hasn't mattered at all. Like, nobody even cared. And they're probably, to be honest, it's probably more of financial, like everything, probably more a financial thing where, uh, you know, if we can get more eyes on the games, the advertiser's willing to pay more and blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, hell, if we got, you know, I, I hope it stops the guys not playing in bowl games because they don't want to get hurt thing. Yeah, I mean, your top 12 teams, I mean, there's it's, it's a possibility that some may. What's wild is if they got a chance for a national championship and they're going to be the top five draft pick, do you think some might set out? Well, haven't we 
short of the Alabamas of the world, I think we've already seen that where guys are, or maybe not for national champ. I mean, like what's his name from Will Greer did it for WVU. Yeah, but that uh, Christian McCaffrey stood out. I mean, that would have been a big. That, well, that's a pretty big game for the program, and probably would have been winnable if he played it. I don't know how. I mean, I again, it's. I don't blame kids for. You know, when you got a potential million dollar contract on the line and all that, but again, part of me goes, okay, well, why are you playing football? Are you just playing because if it's just purely for the money, then I, I don't know that I want you on my team then anyway. Like, I think winning should be, has to be in there somewhere. In fact, it should be first, and then we'll take money, can be second, but, because they kind of go hand in hand if you do win. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. You, you, do, you, you do tend to get paid more, so... Um, yeah, that'll that'll be that'll that'll make for interesting fare. Uh, I I gotta throw in there that uh, the Wolverines still haven't lost this year. <laughs> hey, I guess I mean I could see them going uh, undefeated until Ohio State game. They only got two games that they I think that are unless they lose to somebody they shouldn't, and that's. Ohio State and I think and they play. Do they play Penn State? I think they, they play State Penn State, State and they play Michigan State. So those other than that, I mean, they should not be losing to anybody else. So, but Michigan has a way of losing one of those games to some nobody team that they have no business yeah. losing to. So, especially in you know we could probably look at the schedule and tell where there could be a trap game for them. So well, they got uh, uh, Connecticut, Maryland. Then where I see trouble is Iowa. On the road? Is that on the yeah. road? So they've, Cause they, cause, for whatever reason, they've both, historically, yeah, they've, they've, they've struggled, on, and especially a night game there. I mean, and Iowa is garbage this year because they, can't, yeah, they, can't, they can't score any points and watch them put up 35 on Michigan. And they'll have a coming out party. and, and Yeah, so but other than that, what was there any other uh, – did we see any big upsets, anything jump out at you that – I'm trying to remember because it's already been almost a week since. Yeah. Uh, I believe. The, Wasn't there? There must have been something else. Washington State beat uh, Wisconsin. That would kind of raise some eyebrows. I can't remember if that was last week or the week before, though. I mean, Clint, I, I, I got the top 25 here. So, okay, Alabama wins by a point. Georgia wins 33 to nothing. But against Samford, I don't know what that really says. Uh, Ohio State beats Arkansas State by 33. Uh, okay, but Clemson wins, but only beats Furman 35 to 12. Like I, I, I imagine some of that is just let down because you're playing a team that just really isn't very good, and sometimes it's hard to lay the smack down on teams that aren't that good. But uh, Texas A&M loses. Oklahoma beats Kent State by 30. Oh, okay, yeah. Notre Dame went, loses. Baylor gets beat by BYU. Oh, yeah, that was a good uh, 21 over, yeah, overtime. Uh, USC beats Stanford by 13. Oklahoma State beats Arizona State 34-17. Okay, F- Florida loses uh, to Kentucky 
twenty cent by ten. So I don't know as well that in in that game Florida was favored four and a half, five points. Well, so. They were winning at the half and then never never scored a point in the second half. Oh. So I didn't didn't see that one, but I boom kinda of jumps out at you. Uh, and Utah tried to tries to make up for week one by beating Southern Utah seventy three to seven. <laughs> that must have been boring as hell to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As, well, they got they got they got to start looking. Yeah, as a forty forty. Well, we got to get back in the picture. Forty five to seven at the half. Pretty exciting second half. Uh, Michigan State rolls all over Akron fifty two to nothing. Uh, Miami beats Southern Miss, but only 30-7, to seven, uh, and had to score 20 points in the second half to do that. Uh, I think Miami's got a bunch of injuries, so I don't know who they play this week, but they might be in for a little tougher run. Uh, Arkansas beats South Carolina by 14. Oh, there's the other upset I was thinking of. Tennessee beats Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean... In overtime. Uh, it was a, uh, I mean, it was an upset. But a lot of people felt like Tennessee could get up there. Well, again, is is that ranking for Pittsburgh? It was maybe that was a little bit, a um, uh, little soft, perhaps. Yeah, I think, that, and I'm not mistaken, their quarterback may have got hurt. Uh, I believe you're right. I think he, I think he was actually hurt during the game. Now that I think about it. Um, what else have we got? So that was an upset. Um, Wisconsin lost to Washington State. I think you mentioned that. How about uh, Scott Frost in Nebraska? He, get, he, got, he got fired. And he's, well, what are they going to do? I mean, only th- well, what's really interesting is had they waited till October 1st, it would have saved them like $5 million. That just goes. To, they went ahead and just got rid of. Them. That just goes to show you how much money those schools have that they don't give a crap about any of that. We don't. Well, it's like it's like the WVU's coach. If they fired him right now, they'd owe him twenty million. But if they waited after the year, it'd be fourteen. Yeah, they, I mean, they don't care. They got so much money. I mean, the amount of money, even in a a program that's horrible like Nebraska. I mean, how much. How much money do you think that, that they bring into that school? Oh, evidently it's a lot if they're just saying, eh, we're not going to wait two weeks and save us some money. We're, we're doing this now. Well, You know what, Sam, this is unreal, too. I mean, because Scott Frost looked like he had all the potential. I mean, he, he went to UCF, and uh, you know, just to give you a glimpse of this guy, he was – the starting quarterback on their 97 national championship team, Nebraska's. And then, of course, they shared it with Michigan that year. That's before, like the year before the BCS. But, uh, uh, I mean, very well liked just because the fact that he uh, was the quarterback that, you know, for a championship team in Nebraska. So goes to UCF and, uh, I believe they either went 11 and one or he turned them well, into Boise State East. Right, and and they beat Auburn in a bowl game, who actually gave Alabama their only loss of the season. And what's funny is UCF, like whatever year that was, like six seventeen or something like that, actually puts has a national championship 
sign up at their stadium and so saying like they, you know, they thought they were. Well, I, beat the team yeah, I was going to say, didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't the way it worked out that they'd actually beat the team that beat Alabama. Yeah, so, well, well, back in the day, they would have went for the co thing. Yeah. But, uh, but he, but he went, as soon as the Nebraska job opened up, he went there and, I mean, I thought, well, man, if he did this at UCF, he's got a lot of promise with him. But, I mean, granted, they lost a lot of close games like last year, but they just never could seem to get over the hump for whatever okay, reason. But, but do you think, because this is the, one of the stories that's going around, the reason they fired him was because they knew that this week they were going to get smashed. And yeah, and they didn't want this way. Now they've got a built-in excuse for getting smashed. He says, "Well, we changed the coach, so you know we're in flux and all that kind of stuff." That they, because they are they are they they're kind of a rival, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So that that is that. I mean, does that? I know it's cynical to say that, but there could be some truth to that. I mean, they they have a, like the early '70s, they, a storied history, and back in the '90s and early 2000s, it kind of got revisited. But uh, yeah, that's that's when when Tim or not Tim Couch, uh, the Couch that uh, won the Heisman with Nebraska in early 2000s, they played in a big game. Uh, but anyways, yeah, they're even though they're in different conferences now, they they tried to start playing again, so. I don't know if this is going to continue, but they they might have like a home at home with them. But because I mean Nebraska, when's the last time Nebraska was any good? Well, like I said, like the, when they actually had a chance, they early two thousand. The uh, Eric, yeah, Eric Crouch was his name. Oh, okay, all right. It was a bust in the. Yeah, well, he wasn't really. I think he got drafted by the Packers, and they wanted him to play receiver. So I mean. He was an option quarterback, kind of like Frost. Didn't he? Didn't he end up in like Cleveland or somewhere like that? He, I think he ended up with a few teams. What that you're, you might be thinking of Tim Couch, who was a Maybe. quarterback at Kentucky. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of similar names, yeah. but, but anyways, yeah. Uh, you know, that's probably the last time they they were in the national championship against Miami. Miami destroyed them. Uh, that's when they had. Like one of their better teams. Everybody on the team was dealing drugs. Dealing drugs and, and using, them, so. using them and getting picked in to play in the NFL, yeah. Uh, so that basically, okay, big win for Marshall. Uh, big loss for Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame's got some work to do now if they're going to... They, Sorry, Ed. Yeah, well, I mean, it was what it was. I mean, they didn't get, they didn't get blown out, but... I mean, the Georgia loss, you can probably live with that, or the Ohio State loss, I mean. That one you can probably live with, but... Yeah, they were winning that game yeah, late. Yeah, you can, you can probably live with that one, but I, I don't think, if you're a Notre Dame fan, I don't think there's any way to uh, put any kind of a bow on losing to Marshall. And I like Marshall, but, I mean, that's not a top 25 team. And, and their quarterback's out for the year now. They're starting for uh, Notre Dame's. Well, I mean, is it, how long is the shine going to last on their coach? I mean, they can't 
I mean, what do you do here? I mean, if he keep, continues to lose, do you give him another year? Well, I mean, they got – they play – Cal has Cal is 2-0. Now, granted, they haven't really played anybody. But they're still 2-0, so they got them. Then they play North Carolina, which is never – like, they're not a powerhouse, but they're not an easy out. And then they get BYU. So they could they could be looking at, like, 1-4. and four. Right. Or worse. Then I mean, and after that, they play Stanford, who's not a t- uh, not an easy out. Uh, they got Clemson. So what was? So what was? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Keep then they got Clemson, and then they got USC on their schedule yet. Like they're they're not shaping up for a very good year if they don't get it together right quick. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Marshall beat beat them big win, but but I mean the way we're you're talking about the schedule. Clemson, USC late. I mean, they could end up going four and eight, and it looked like, ah. Uh, yeah, you know, beating them really of, wasn't that big a whoop. Yeah. Right. So. We'll, Although we'll in see, in Notre Dame's defense, if they lose to Ohio State, BYU, Clemson, and USC, like if four of their losses are to four of the top fifteen teams in the league. You know that is that so bad anymore? Like like right. let's say they let's say they go eight, they lose to every ranked team they play here out, but they win everything else and they're eight and four. Okay, but those four, I mean, where do those four are those four losses as bad as the fifth loss losing to Marshall? No, no. So and then God only knows. And let's never forget their Notre Dame. So they're gonna. If anybody's going to get the benefit of the doubt, it's going to be them and, and Alabama. Because <laughs> I think Alabama could lose four games and still be ranked in the top five. So what was some of the things that I heard there was a big pep rally and well, Notre Dame. Video, yeah, video came out somehow, as it always does these days, of some kind of a thing they did the night before or whenever they do these things. And it was a bunch of players, and they were shit-talking Marshall and anybody who went there or played there, that they were all, you know, the typical rant of hillbillies. And, you know, anybody who's there is at best a three-star or couldn't cut it at a real program. And uh, their fans have only got two brain, functioning brain cells, and we're going to destroy the two they have left because we're going to beat the daylights out of them. And, you know, the typical stuff but boy at least if you're going to say that you got to make sure that don't get out like because i mean that makes the program look well that's just bushly. It. maybe they didn't care that they uh, okay right and here's a, here's a, here's a school that prides themselves on being you know well, they're supposed higher, to be a re- yeah more elegant they're supposed to be a religious you know. school have a religious element to their school and quite clearly i mean not that you probably couldn't find tape like that from any school more than likely, although it wouldn't be in a public forum. Like, I could understand if you're talking shit-talking in the dressing room. That's one thing, but shit-talking in front of an open stadium of uh, students and alumni and, and fans, I mean, in this day and age, you got to know somebody's got their phone, somebody's recording, and not everybody in that stadium is necessarily going to be a fan of Notre Dame. There might be somebody who doesn't like football sitting there that goes, oh, well, this, that didn't, hey, did you tape that? Because that didn't, you know, that didn't age well. 
Yeah, I got it on my phone. Well, you know, and out it goes, right? Well, I mean, they paid Marshall $1.5 million to come there, and they got their ass handed. Well, that was all over, uh, that was all over Twitter that, you know, Appalachian State and Marshall thank the bigger programs for the free, you know, thanks for letting us kick your ass and paying us to do it. <laughs> you know, the the guy that put the, pretty much put the game away, I think uh, Stephen Gilmore, I believe his brother Stefan. Right. He used to play for, he still play for the Patriots. I don't know if he still does, but he used to, yep. Yeah, he was a, he was a good shutdown corner there for a while. So, anyways, big win. Big win, big loss, yep. Uh, hopefully the Mountaineers get back on track. They lost it. Somehow, I mean, how do you lose an overtime game by 13 points? If anybody can find a way to do it, it is the Mountaineers. West Virginia Mountaineers. <laughs> Taking a page out of the Atlanta Falcons book. <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's 10 more minutes on college, and then we'll zip to the NFL and – uh, so, uh, what are you looking? Well, you got any games? We I was going to say, what are we look? What are we looking at for uh, coming up? Let's see, uh, week three. Um, uh, let me my trusty little uh, week three. So we've got uh, Georgia at South Carolina. That should be a no-brainer. Um, Michigan favored by forty-seven and a half over UConn, which means Michigan will lose by a field goal. Um, uh, I surprisingly, Oklahoma is only 11 point favorites on the road at Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, some people's afraid of the game just because. But I'm like you, though. I kind of think that it's going to be a beatdown. Well, unless the problem in, was the coach, unless yeah. there was a dis. That's why it's a scary game to be, uh, bet on. Yeah. I think. Unless there was a disconnect between the players and the coach, in which case the players might be just like, huh. I don't have to worry. I mean, we don't have any. There's no pressure on us anymore. Everybody thinks we're going to get clobbered. Might be easier to play, possibly. Uh, but that that game's uh, that's a national game on on Fox. So uh, Kentucky plays Youngstown State. So I don't know. Make of that one. There's not even a line on that game at this point. Um, Baylor's at Texas State. So that's probably a blowout. Um, Not really. A, the board doesn't look very good. Though. No, they got up 30 points. I mean, BYU plays Oregon, but I'm not very sure if Oregon's any good or not. So, I think Oregon's laying four to them, maybe. Three and a half. Yeah, three and a half on, okay. on mine. So, but uh, it's. I kind yeah, of, I kind of, yeah, I kind of I like Oregon in the game, but I wouldn't be surprised to see BYU win. You know? I mean, Georgia just so. made a slaughtered Oregon. And uh, yeah. I mean, they won last week, but they were playing Eastern Washington, so you know, I don't know what to take from that. Um, but at least that's a you know top twenty-five matchup at least. Uh, yeah. Ole Miss and Georgia Tech, uh, sixteen and a half points to Ole Miss. I think the Penn State Auburn game might be all right. It was last year, if you remember. It was in Penn State last year, and this year they're going to Auburn to play. So. I, think I mean, they're only three points, yeah. And, and uh, I mean, Auburn's 2-0. and oh, I mean, They haven't played anybody, but I didn't think Penn State really – they were been winning, but I don't know that they really looked all that great doing it. Do they get to, do they get to shower 
in uh, oh. in Auburn, or do they stay oh, out of there? Lord. Oh Lord! Oh that's, Lord! That's what they said. Oh Lord Jesus, help me! Uh, Jesus, please help me! Praying. <laughs> well, I would be. Um, uh, you know, uh, we got Alabama plays uh, UL Monroe. That ought to be a real. Uh, 50 points yeah, to Alabama. That, that, could get, that could get ugly quick. Yeah, 50 points to Alabama. Uh, this actually, this game intrigues me. Uh, Wake Forest, who's done well so far, but they're playing Liberty. Now, Liberty, not a big program or anything, but they just seem to be one of those teams that'll get that ridiculous win out of nowhere kind of thing. Yeah, what, what's the spread on that? Seventeen. Uh, Sixteen and a half, I got. But uh, so I, I kind of like Liberty in the points. Yeah, they, they may cover there, possibly. Uh, Ohio State plays Toledo, thirty-two points oh. to U OSU, so that's probably a blowout. Um, Oklahoma State playing that perennial bowl favorite, Arkansas Pine Bluff. No, no, no. College board doesn't look too yeah, good. Yeah, no line on that game. Um, actually, the, the Arkansas, Missouri State, no line. Tennessee at Akron, forty-seven and a half. I think Akron might cover. You know, might cover. You never know. Uh, this game, I think, might not be that bad. NC State and Texas Tech. Yeah, I think that'll be a good game. That that game might might be. might not be too bad. Um, they have a history of playing one another. I think they used to play. Yeah, I think there's there. there's a there's a, ri- a bit of a rivalry there from somewhere along the line. I'm not really sure where. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, uh, Michigan State is at Washington. Washington is three point favorites. What why what's going on there? Uh maybe they're jet lag. Maybe is there somebody? Know. Is Michigan sure. State got injuries or something that I you know that maybe I didn't read about or something? Because oh, Washington were they pretty good last year? No, they... I don't think so. I want to say they weren't. I mean, wa- I mean Washington has beat Kent and beat I don't even know who PR State is. P R S T. Portland's Portland State. So they've got that's their two wins, and yet they're three-point favorites over a 12th ranked or 11th ranked Michigan State. How does that? I don't understand how that happens, unless, like I said, unless something's happened there that I don't didn't read, which is possible. So, so keep your eye on that. I mean, they, apparently they expect that to be a good game. So, uh, what else have we got? Uh, Florida, South Florida at Florida. That'll be a blowout. Um, Pitt at Pitt at Western Michigan is only 10, 10 points, so they must figure there's something going on there. Uh, Clemson. I like the points. Yeah, I might like the points on that. Uh, Clemson's Louisiana Tech, 33 points. Uh, Texas is 12.5 point favorites over Texas San Antonio. Uh, this is the game. Miami <laughs> at Texas A&M. A uh, and M's getting six. A and M's getting six. Min- minus six. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Minus six. I kind of like uh, A and M to rebound. Well, if Miami does, has got some injuries, I read, so there's a possibility that might be a. But that should be a half decent game. Um, San Diego State is on the road to the Utes. Uh, 
Uh, they're getting 20. Uh, the Utes, Utes are minus 21, so I don't know about that. Uh, although maybe Utah just had a bad first game, possibly. And then the late game on Fox is uh, Fresno State at USC. Now, USC's only minus 12, so. I kind of like the Trojans to cover. I, I would, I would think, but. So a couple yeah. of non uh, top 25 games. Uh, uh, Mississippi State at LSU. LSU's getting three, I believe. I'll just check quick because there's a couple of a couple of teams we, of course, got to keep an eye on. Oh, um, who we got here? Uh, where's like who does Marshall play? Who does West Virginia play? That sort of thing. Marshall plays Bowling Green, and they're giving Bowling Green, I believe, 17 and a half well, at Bowling Green. A lot of people think this could be a possible uh, Super Bowl letdown for Marshall. It's possible. I mean, West Virginia should get a win. They're playing Towson. Yeah. Although Towson is 2-0 and and West Virginia is 0-2, so <laughs> who knows? Um, boy, I'm not seeing yeah, nothing really jumping. I mean, okay, the Cal-Notre Dame game, that's uh, interesting in the very, in, just in the fact that Notre Dame's got a win. Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech a couple of weeks ago, and they're getting 10 points against Virginia. Virginia, yeah. So. That, that might be an interesting game. Where is the Marshall game? Marshall at Bowling Green. Bowling Green's 0-2, so 16 and a half. And just like I said, the Mississippi State-LSU game is Mississippi State minus 2.5, so at this point. How about North Carolina Agricultural and Technical at Duke? How about that? <laughs> wow. Coach Krzyzewski unretires to coach football. No? Uh, I'm done with it, Coach K. He, he should never come back. He got beat by UNC in the greatest possible way for him ever to exit. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, there's a, it's, it's kind of a week. Uh, college football's a little bit, a little bit slack this week. Uh, do they make up for it next week? Is the question. Is there any big? I know we're 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 getting closer to that biggie, but if uh, A and M keeps losing, that won't be a big. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think if Alabama would have lost last week, <laughs> Jesus, but, you know, uh, somebody at the network would have slit their wrists. Well, you're, we're getting close to conference, conference play because you know, your Let's first few games are usually out of conference. Week four. We'll do a quick week four, and then we'll move on to, uh, okay, like a week four. Georgia's playing Kent State. Gosh. Who cares? Michigan's playing Maryland. Uh, okay, good. Clemson at Wake Forest, so that's a possible ranked matchup. Uh, Baylor at Iowa State. Penn State, Central Michigan. Oh, Pitt was playing Rhode Island. The week is saved. Uh, Michigan State at Minnesota. Miami at Middle Tennessee. Okay, we got Tennessee, Florida. And Texas, Texas Tech. Even if they're not good teams, that still is a good game because they don't like each other. Um, Kentucky's playing Northern Illinois. Texas A&M and Arkansas. Alabama plays Vanderbilt. Yeah, Ohio State plays Wisconsin. Uh, NC State at UConn. Oklahoma at Kansas State, possible. Uh, not yeah, there's week four, not that great either. 
So enjoy. Yeah, you look at it this way. If you if you're cheering for a team and they've got a, a shitty opponent, enjoy the fact that your team kicks the crap out of somebody. Or if you cheer for Michigan, hope like hell they don't lose to an under team. So NFL Week One, Jeff. I know you were dancing. But let's back up a tiny little bit to the Thursday nighter. The Buffalo Bills made a statement that they were not to be trifled with this year, and yeah, I mean, made the Rams look really, pretty average at home. Really, it could have been a lot worse if not for a couple of turnovers early, just you know, just silly mistakes. Like one by Allen, and one by one, the receivers may have fumbled the the ball like but uh they look like they're on a big mission and then i've never i mean i felt like it's been a while since i felt like a team was really going to win like since the early 2000s at the beginning of the year when the patriots i think they're uh the i think the 04 year where they were coming off they'd won two out of the last three i felt like they were going to win again and uh i kind of think like the bills are going to win this year this is their year finally to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> or it's the start of four Super Bowl appearances with no victories. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you no. hope that no, you hope that doesn't happen. But you know, unless it's against the Giants or in your case, the Cowboys. Well, but, admittedly, you know, uh, this version of the Bills is is a lot more likable than the Jim Kelly Bills were. What do you mean by that? Well, like the team is easier to like. Like, the, the, the Buffalo Bills weren't too bad the first year they were in the Super Bowl and lost. And then they kind of got, you know, then the talk switched to, well, we can't lose. I mean, we third time in a row we've been here and we can't lose. And yet they managed to find a way to lose. I just, this team, like, Josh Allen's a likable guy. It's not hard to root for him, or at least I don't find that it is. Right. Oh, I like is what, I is what I was getting at, yeah. When he, I mean... He should have been the first pick of the draft. Probably. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Well, we'll get to him. Um, <laughs> so that was the Thursday nighter. Uh, I actually called. Oh, yeah. They looked, they looked impressive. Yeah, I called yeah. that one, so I'll take credit there. Um, Sunday's game. So we'll just, I'll just take them in the order. I got them popping up on my screen. Um, the Saints beat the Falcons by a point after putting up 17 in the fourth quarter. Well, you know, the, the Falcons still haven't recovered from Super Bowl 51. And uh, they continue to lose unbelievably in the fourth quarter, regardless who the quarterback is or who the coach is. They were up, I believe they were up 13 points about the score of the touchdown. And Mariota fumbles like on a two-yard line. That would have been out of reach. 27-10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. There you go. Or twenty-three to ten, sorry, not twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, that was the third. Yeah. yeah, that was the lead. Of, and they they fumble on the goal line, and you know the Saints fought and clawed their way back. And I don't know if they had a lead until the last second of the game. And, and unbelievably, this is what I really couldn't. It's one thing that I really noticed about this game: Atlanta was just shy of having having as many yards rushing as they had passing. Yeah, two fifteen, two fifteen passing and two hundred and one on the ground. I mean, Marcus Mariota, uh, I don't. I mean, 
Mind you, when you look at the quarterbacks, I mean, Mario, I mean, who would have thought? Opening day, Jameis Winston versus Marcus Mariota. Well, what's, what's, what's crazy is them two kind of have a history. They both won back-to-back Heismans. They were both number one and number two in the draft, in the 15 draft, I believe. You know, Jeff, I love it when I set you up and you hit the long ball. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> and and the first ever college football playoff, their teams played in the Rose Bowl in the semifinal game. So oh, well, a little so bit of history there between them two. So, uh, so thanks for the thanks for having all you Well, you know, I do what I can. Uh, so, say, I mean, I guess nobody to nobody's shocked the Falcons find another way to lose and the Saints squeak one out. Uh, in the game of the week, if your name is Ed Boggus, and I'll just uh, leave a minute here for Boggus to jump up and do a quick little celebratory dance. The Bears beat the 49ers and score all their point and score all their points in the second half. Yeah, I believe that. Were they down ten nothing yeah. at the half? And they didn't allow a point in the second half. Is that right? It was uh, well, it was seven nothing at the half for San Francisco. Okay. 14-10-7 okay. uh, going into the fourth quarter, and they scored twelve and gave up none. Now that the game was a monster. Yeah. That being said, Justin Fields did not look very good. Uh, eight of seventeen for a hundred and twenty-one yards. They didn't run the ball yeah. either. He got his first that touchdown, I think. Yeah, he got two touchdowns in those play. eight passes, but uh, one was on a broken play, and he kind of ran or scrambled around. They lost track of one of their receivers who hadn't scored a touchdown in like ten years. <laughs> so yeah, I know I don't know what that says about um, either the San Francisco defense or the Chicago offense, but then the flip side is uh, Trey Lance. I don't I don't know how much more time he's going to get. But he was horrible. He he did not look very good. Although he had slightly better numbers than Justin Fields, but you know, thirteen to twenty eight. The lack of preseason games. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't go thirteen of twenty eight for a buck sixty four and no touchdowns. Get sacked twice uh, against the Bears, like. You know, you got to be able to put some points up against Chicago because they don't score that much. Uh, was not. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the Bears. Are, the Bears are going to take the W, but if I'm the 49ers, like I say, how long? How long are you going to wait oh, before yeah. Jimmy G is back behind center? Well, many people feel like he should be starting, anyways. But at the same time, if you're going to make that draft pick and give up what they gave up to get him, well, you got to. Fair well, enough. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get. Him. We'll get. I mean, because they've got Seattle next week. Or this week, I mean. Then they got Denver and the Rams. So. Okay, here's a good over-under. We might revisit this. What week does Jimmy G become starting quarterback? I think if the 49ers don't beat Seattle, you're going to see Jimmy G on the road at Denver. Because that's not, that's not a place. Well, that's not a place to put a rookie quarterback who can't no. win. Right. And then the week after that, they've got the Rams. So. Sooner than later. I would think, unless they're willing to go, okay, you know, to see, he's got to play. And if we lose, it doesn't matter. He's got to play. We drafted him. We, 
we got to live with them. Although that doesn't tend to be the way NFL franchises go these these days, but we'll see. Uh, big, I mean, good win for the Bears, bad loss for the 49ers. Uh, and many people thought the Bears would uh, may not win a game. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, they won week I mean, four. it's not like they won it and covered themselves in glory or anything, but they did win, so, and, I mean, take them where you can get them. Uh, in the uh, Earl, the Earl Bowl, I'll call it. We could talk about the whole show about The this. Steelers pull one out in overtime against the Bengals after a, the Bengals kind of get screwed because their kicker gets hurt. Or their long snapper got hurt, sorry. And they hurt. and they had to go with another guy, and it, I mean, it cost them the game. Yeah, I mean, they got out behind the eight ball pretty early with uh, I mean, Burrow throws four picks. Uh, granted, some of them was, there was a couple of them. Two or three was his fault. They fumbled once, but the fact that they were in the game uh, and well, does it miss call on the goal line for a touchdown that they that they didn't that they didn't Zach Taylor didn't throw the red flag out and review and it would have been a touchdown. I don't know if they would have made that extra point or not, but uh, then later they would score that to, at the buzzer. I mean, there was uh, it was almost like because I was talking to Big Red while this game was on. By the way. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, it was kind of. We're talking to Secretariat. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> called it. Um, it was kind of like at, at one point. I think it was into the fourth quarter, and it was like, does anybody want to win this game? Because it was yeah. kind of just like almost a bit of a comedy of errors. There was fumbles. There was uh, kicks. They missed field goals. And then the poor, uh, uh, what's his name, Boswell, rings one off the iron. Yeah, you know what's what's so kind of oddly funny about that was, I mean, he kicked that and he he was showing so much swag, like, and it was a knuckleball. It like went it went left, then right, and then it went back left. It looked like he was like, oh, this is money, you know. <laughs> but at least uh, he didn't dance. Before. Yeah, he did. At least he waited long <laughs> enough to not make a total fool of himself. But yeah, uh, I mean, a weird game. Uh, who, who who had Mitch Trubisky beaten Joe Burrow? Not this guy. Not me, but I mean Burrow didn't look very good. He didn't get it together till later in the game. So again, was that just you know week one hiccup? I don't know, but uh, I guess you know a W is a W again. So I'm sure the well, Steelers well, will take it. Something too that Zach Taylor is taking a lot of heat about is. There was a minute, I think 15, minute 20 left in the game. Uh, neither uh, Steelers didn't have any timeouts to stop the clock. And they're at midfield, and they and the play clock is at 20 seconds. They could, or maybe 15, somewhere in between 15, and 20 seconds. They could have taken off the punter and the long snapper. They could have taken off 15 more seconds before they snapped it, or even took a penalty. The way of game. Again, you know and, that's uh, you know again is that a symptom of okay, guys are not getting game situations before the season starts. Yeah, and it could be the some there could have been miscommunication between the coach or long snapper or punter or maybe, maybe that's just it. There wasn't any communication. I mean, you have uh, to. I mean, I have to figure that that's got to be on co- on coaches, right? Thank Boston too because. 
Pittsburgh didn't get to a pass midfield until like you know in the last ten seconds. So. Yeah, I don't know what to, I mean. Pittsburgh was. I mean, like you know, again, I guess you know Pittsburgh beating Cincinnati's big deal, but I don't know that you can really read that much into the future of either of these teams based on that game. We'll see come week till this weekend. Uh, Eagles do everything they possibly can and hold on to beat the Detroit Lions. I tell you, Detroit last year they played really well. They were in a lot of games. Uh, they they went maybe three twelve and one or three thirteen something four something like that. I know they tied the Steelers, but uh, I mean they were in a lot of games and they didn't. I mean, they got down, what, 38-21, and they didn't roll over. I mean, Eagles had to – went forward on fourth and one just to put the game away. So, uh, you know, what do you, the what, still – What, if anything, bad. do you take away from the fact that there was not – the Eagles didn't score a touchdown through the air? Well, I mean, last year they used the ground game quite a bit, and then, of course, they made a big trade to get A.J. Brown from the Titans – but I, I mean, they used, it seemed like to me they used. I mean, he threw. I mean, he threw a lot, but they didn't get. Was, uh, he ended up at well, eighteen to thirty-two for two hundred forty-three. Uh, I mean, that's well, one hundred fifty of it went to Brown. But but I mean, admittedly, no touchdowns, but also no interceptions, and only one sack for four yards. Well, I mean, so that's pretty. That's pretty solid. Can't argue. Yeah, it's not that tough. I mean, you can't really argue with the, I guess, the results and. I think he might have had a rushing touchdown or two, but they got a good run game, good ground game. So, I mean, uh, it's kind of a throw. I mean, again, I mean, he throws for two, two forty-three, and they rush for two sixteen. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a, sounds like a coach's dream. And the, and, the, and how long uh, to flip it a bit? How long are the Detroit Lions going to keep trotting Jared Goff out there? Well, uh, now I don't know I what mean, their I don't know what they don't have much choice really. Do I was going to say I don't know what their options are, but uh, more to the point, when are they going to start looking at their options? Perhaps because it's quite clear that he just isn't going to get it done with not playing for this team anyway. I mean, part of it is the lines aren't very good, but they have Tim Boyle and Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, I believe they did the Tim Boyle experience last year whenever golf might have got hurt. <laughs> wasn't, that, wasn't that a 1987 uh, disco album, the Tim Boyle experience? Uh, or or where was that, that a – yeah. was that a uh, – uh, Before my time, maybe. No offense. Well, uh, hearty fuck you, Jeff. Uh, well, I mean, I was five <laughs> then, so I wasn't really into – I was more into Scooby-Doo than Scooby-Doo. I was. Scooby-Doo. What, what year did I say? 87. I was already out of high school in 87, man. <laughs> That's 20 years old in 87. Uh, maybe maybe it was a Broadway musical. I don't know. But, yeah, you're right. The Lions don't have much choice. But, I mean, that's probably something they got to look at, I think. Their run game was good. Uh, Swift played good. And uh, Jamal Williams and Goff at times would look good. And admitted he, he was Jerry Goff, so he'd make two or three bad decisions and kind of erase everything that he'd done good. I think he, I, I honestly think he would be a wonderful, I mean, he will never go there because they don't need him, but he would be a wonderful guy to play under like a Bill Belichick system where they're quite happy to let him do what he can do and they don't run plays 
that he can't do. They just don't even try to do that. Their offense is totally geared towards whatever strengths he's got and let her roll. Because if, if he tries to air it out, that's when he gets into trouble. Because he's got a good arm, but he just makes poor decisions. Yeah, I mean, it seems like to me when he was with the Rams that it seemed like uh, Sean McVay was doing a lot of his thinking for him. Well, there was, I mean, there was a time when I would have, you know, if somebody would have said, who you want, Jared Goff or Matthew Stafford, I probably would have taken Goff. But based on the last couple of years, it certainly has not panned out that way. Well, Stafford was on a bad team, and and he had all these uh, losing records against winning teams against him, and really good arm, and pretty, I mean, good quarterback, obviously, ended up win the Super Bowl last year so well maybe maybe Jared Goff is is experiencing what Matthew Stafford was he's playing on a team where he almost feels like if he doesn't throw a touchdown every second series they're probably not going to win and he's trying to do too much probably but uh, yeah uh, he probably he might feel like he has no. to but at the same time it's not, it's, that's what when you get in trouble yeah it's not helpful but anyway Eagle Eagles uh Nobody's surprised the Eagles won that game, except that it was only by three points. Um, and what I thought was a bit of a surprise, the Dolphins beat the Patriots. And pretty much dominated. And it, yeah, and it really wasn't that close. Um, and Matt, Mac Jones didn't do much. And he's and he's hurt too. So, on top of it, I don't know where that leaves the Patriots. But uh, no offense if you're a Patriots fan, but you were due for some shit luck, and you guys were good for what a decade or more. So, oh well. Hard to feel sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean that's how it works, right? You you have uh, really big highs, and then you're probably gonna get some some valleys in there, and they're in a valley and. I, it's hard for me to care. <laughs> and I was glad to see yeah, the Dolphins I mean, uh, win a game. You know, this is worth making Brady look good, too. Cause yeah, and that doesn't hurt my feelings, either. Uh, also, I hate to say this, but I, I was a little bit glad that the Dolphins won because it makes the what's-his-name-who-got-fired-from-there-look-like-a-bit-of-a-donkey-now-too. So. Oh, yeah. His lawsuit that never went anywhere, by the way. Yeah, we. I think we talked about maybe looking into that. Yeah, word, from, I'm not sure. I think they. He, it was tossed. From what I know. Um, Tyreek Hill played pretty good in his debut with the Dolphins. Well, I mean, for what it cost him to get him, I hope so. I, he's a good. I always. I, I didn't. I thought he was all. I had lots to, left to give yet. So, yeah, eight balls for 94 yards, no touchdowns though. Tua, I mean, I think this is the year Tua's got to get it done this year too, or he's he, oh, or yeah. he's gone. Or he'll be playing somewhere else. So I mean, I'm not the biggest Dolphin fan, but I'll, I'll you know, Dolphins beating the Patriots don't bother me. Uh, now we'll get into a couple of Snorefest games. Uh, the Ravens did what everyone thought they were going to do and beat the Jets. Lamar's back, and you know when Lamar played last year, 
Uh, I think they only lost two or three games. When he went out, they lost about every game they were in. I mean, he uh, he wasn't very accurate, but he you know three touchdowns. Uh, you know, Joe Flacco had a pretty good game for the Jets, but they're just not any good. Yeah, Devin Duvernay, uh, he was a, a deep sleeper in some of the fantasy leagues, people were saying, and he ended up scoring two touchdowns. So, I mean, you, you know there's a problem when uh, uh, New York only rushes the ball 17 times. And f- That's, I, I agree with you because last year, or the year before, they took a Michael uh, Carter, and then this, this past year they took Brees Hall, and... Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, six, 16. If you want to take these running backs, why are uh, not 16 the carries for the running backs. Flacco drops back to throw 59 times. Wow. Joe Flacco should never. No. I mean, he was. I mean, he was. Times, much less 29 times. I know, probably, 37 so. of 59. For, I mean, 309 in a touchdown. But, you know, if you're going to the air that much. Uh, yeah, wow. I don't know. I didn't see that game, but that, that might have been an interesting one to watch. But nobody's surprised. Jets, Jets going to Jet. Um, Still stink. I mean, they're going to blame it on not having Zach Wilson, I guess. But the milf hunter. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> in the second, uh, no one is surprised category. The Commanders. I like Washington football team better than Commanders, but. Uh, the commander sounds like a really shitty, you know, SUV, you know, Jeep commander. It just sounds so. Generic yeah, still yeah. Good. Don't don't care for it. But uh, just like the Cleveland Guardians and baseball. Yeah, it just, just sounds, sounds so dumb. Pathetic. Uh, yeah. Carson Wentz gets it done though. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Um, His rookie receiver had a big game. Jahan Dotson from Penn State, who maybe. He took showers out, you know, out in the rain instead of wow. inside. Wow. Wow. He, he, yeah, he, he showered inside, but he managed to avoid being captured because he's really quick. <laughs> uh, the big question for me, I mean, it's only one game. How long is Trevor Lawrence going to be the quarterback for Jacksonville? Well, I mean, you know, they had a lead, I think, late in the third quarter, if you want to look at the box score. It, they... was, uh, it was 14-12 to 12 going into the fourth quarter, so and if Jacksonville scored for us first in the fourth quarter, they would have been ahead. So, it's just yeah, they, I, they I mean, how? They had the lead 20-14, to 14, I believe. Yeah, that's pretty probably right. My thing is that, I mean, I guess does it really matter? Because if they had somebody else in there, they probably still aren't winning anyway. It's are they gonna yeah, if I mean, they keep losing, are they if if you do think he's got the goods, is he gonna survive it mentally if they keep losing? And that's just it. He's never he's all his whole life he's won. And was you know until last year. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I don't know well, what you do. The game in high school. Yeah, I don't know what you do. And Jacksonville is like their ownership is so bad that it's, who knows. But I mean, I, I I'm not a big Jags fan, but Jesus, I don't want to see them get clobbered every week either. So although they didn't yeah. get clobbered, but I mean, if they can't beat Washington, 
That does. Well, that does. And that's just it too. The com- people's like, oh, Commanders look good. Well, relax. You beat a three and thirteen team. Yeah, settle down. Uh, or three and four. You know. So that you know, nobody's surprised by the by that. Uh, in the game of the week, at least from a hype standpoint, the Browns eke out a win against the Panthers, but they probably should have lost. The Browns. You know, they, they've controlled the game, most of that game in the, in the Baker Bowl. But, uh, you know, until the fourth quarter, they they had some lead changes there. And, you know, I hate, I mean, I, I want to tell you what. The, the, the Browns may, may have made one of the best picks they ever made in getting Cade York, who kicked field goals at LSU. I mean, that kick at the end of the game, he, he had a draw on that. And, went, and for a 58-yard, 58-yard field goal to win the game, and he had plenty, plenty of distance. Uh, looked, looked like the ball hit the middle of the mesh, and they were talking like it could have went 73 yards. I'm like, wow! So well, he's good for the Browns. Uh, he's taken over. I mean, four for four. I don't know what it says about the rest of the Browns team, but again, I mean, they're playing with a backup quarterback, or at least the guy they hope is their backup. Um, I don't. Well, you look, Tim. I tell you what, look at their schedule. I think the next few games. I mean, it's it's not a reach that they could start out the season at four and zero. I mean, if they can survive, I mean, what they they got to play half the year without them, right? Over half of eleven games. Okay, so eleven games. So they got the. So they beat Carolina. They got the Jets next, so that should be a win. Uh, Pittsburgh next. Don't know for sure, but a winnable game anyway. Then they yeah. then, and then they got the Falcons. So at worst, they should be three and one. Right. Then they got a little bit. Uh, then it gets ugly. Then they got the Chargers, uh, the Patriots, depending on what happens with Mac Jones. Baltimore, Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. Yeah, it gets pretty pretty ugly pretty fast. So they might go from four and zero to four and seven real quick (laughs) before uh, Deshaun. Yeah, okay, and and if if they end, let's let's be honest, okay. Let's I'll I'll give them I'll give them three and one. I think they lose to the Chargers, three and two. Maybe they beat the Patriots. They should lose to Baltimore. They should lose to Cincinnati. They should lose to Miami, and they should lose to Buffalo, and they should lose to Tampa Bay. That makes them four and seven. Are they done? Are they are they done? Well, it depends what they got left then, after that. Well, then they got they got the Texans, but then they got Cincinnati and Baltimore again. Well, they'll have Watson back then, but you just wonder if. Okay, but if they're four and seven, let's say let's okay, they beat Houston. They're five and seven. If they split Cincinnati and Baltimore, they're six and eight. Six and eight. So the best they can end up is nine and eight. Is that going to get them in? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not in the AFC. So never you never know. know but I mean, mean, they you know they well, put it this way: they better go at least three and one, because if they don't, their season could be over without them really doing anything to blow it. Because if they ended up like two and two or something, boy, they really got a tough. There's not a lot of room for error after that, especially over there. But uh, full points to the Browns. I mean, then the Panthers. I think Baker Mayfield didn't help his cause any. 
he wasn't horrible, but he wasn't he didn't do a whole lot either, so I don't know what the Panthers put you know, you gonna trot Sam Darnold out there? I I don't know, but uh, No, I mean they took the lead. I mean we won't we won't know there. whether that trade was any good depending on what ends up happening in Cleveland. You know, if uh, what's-his-name gets there and isn't very good or they don't win, then, of course, then everybody's going to ask questions forever and a day. But uh, one game, not enough to tell anything. Uh, moving on. Uh, in the snorefest of the week, at least for me anyway, the Colts and the Texans played hot potato because nobody wanted to win and couldn't even get a win in overtime. Yeah, I feel like the... Texans missed a chance here because they were up 20 to three, and actually fumble. They may have a fumble in back in their uh, on their in their territory. Gave them, yeah, they gave up. Gave I mean, they had it in the bag, and they gave up 17 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, again, uh, and then the Colts actually had a chance. I think they had a field goal and missed. missed it. Uh, Matt, you know, again. I'm not saying anything bad about Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan should not be having 50 attempts in a football game. It's just too many. I, I don't know what happened there. Like you said, maybe not enough reps uh, early on, but they didn't seem like they didn't start playing until the fourth quarter. So. Well, Matt Ryan's not exactly a spring chicken, so you know, maybe might have taken eh, first game, new team, and all that stuff, so maybe there's a little bit of rust there, but... Uh, not the greatest. Let me ask you this. Do you have a problem with there being ties in the NFL? Um, I mean, the NCAA football did away with their ties. Uh, I don't, actually, because I, I don't know. I mean, you when you start getting the, like, you know, you have to go for two and all this kind of stuff. Kind of takes away from uh, Yeah. I mean, in college, I don't have a problem with it. But in the pros, I think, you know, if you slug it out for four quarters and you're tied and you do the the overtime thing and nothing happens, yeah, I think it should be over at that point. And, there, you know, there's a better chance for there to be a tie with how the rules are set up now. You know, it used to be 15-minute overtime, and the first uh, team that got the ball, if they won the coin toss, kick a field goal, game's over. But now you got 10 minutes. Uh, if you kick a field goal first, the next team gets the ball back, they kick a field goal or – uh, tie the game, there might be like a minute or two left, just like we've seen in the Pittsburgh and Bengals game. They, you know, they rotated possession there two or three times and about to, and then took out the whole clock there. It took, I mean, it took Pittsburgh the whole ten minutes to win, end up winning the game. And it shouldn't have happened because of Cincinnati being smarter about yeah. uh, clock management. But anyways, there should have had, there should have been two twenty to twenty. The only, the only week. time I think that they, you know, yeah, just like hockey, you know, regular season I'm fine with ties. Playoffs, you gotta, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you have to have a winner in the playoffs, but you you, you got to duke it out. But I mean, football, it's asking a lot from those guys to like, what are you gonna do? Leave them out there till somebody scores? Like that, you know, you run the possibility, like, if it doesn't happen in the first overtime quarter, that you might be playing football for a while. Or somebody's or somebody's yeah. going to get hurt, and not, they don't want that either. So Right. Well, that's just to the CBA collecting bargaining agreement, all that. That's, 
that could come into play with these players saying, hey, we're not playing that long, we're not getting paid enough to play that long in the game. Well, and then there's, you know, depending on where the games are at, and there's travel and all of that nonsense. So, I mean, I get, you know, on television, like, uh uh-huh. I agree with yeah, you. I don't yeah, have a, I don't I don't have have a problem a, with it. Some people do, but I don't have a problem with it either. Either way, really, if they wanted to, I just feel like the two-point stuff kind of, not like you said, I don't know, it's just like different. NCAA football, it's it's okay, but I don't know well, why. they're not I supposed to be playing. Like, they're, they're not playing exactly for money in college. Or they're not supposed to. It's not supposed yeah. to be about that. So that's different yeah. for me. Uh, the, uh, yeah. the cock shop game of the week, Jeff. The Giants. Go into the go into Tennessee and shock the NFL. To be honest, Ooh. yeah, the Ric Flair game of the week. Uh, well, you know, I, this guy they said good things about him. that came from Buffalo Dable and uh, kind of got Josh Allen. What I liked at, late in the game, Daniel Jones, or early in the fourth quarter, I believe it was, he made a bad throw in the end zone through an interception, and the coach goes up and gets in his ass, gets in his face and tells him about it. And I love that because we don't – like Parcells used to do that, Tom Coughlin used to do that, and that's what I'm used to being a Giants fan. So, And then they score late, and he's got the balls to go for the win on the road, being down one point. I already love the guy already after one game. I mean, I know it's early, but – this is my, it looks well, like this is my top five. I'll, I'll argue what I took away from the game was, A, I'm not sure how good Tennessee really is. B, Saquon Barkley redeems himself yeah. or at the very least yeah. makes a case for that I am fully healthy again and runs roughshod over the Tennessee defense. Well, that's just it. Can he stay healthy? And, yes, he had a good game, and you know, you know, I, I'm we took me and you talk about. Uh, I'm a little bit bigger into the fantasy, like the details and studying it and all that stuff. But everybody felt like Barkley was going to have a good year, and usually he's picked the top ten, but he kept dropping to the second or third round. You're on your league just based on the fact he hadn't been healthy. But when he's in there, he's good as anybody. I mean, if he's playing and healthy, and the Giants are playing for a purpose. I mean, he's going to get his chance to be a uh, MVP caliber player this year with uh, the guy that's in there right now. So I just hope that they, you know, the, the atmosphere is a lot different. Hopefully he can bring a winning attitude there. And it looks like so far he's holding these guys accountable yeah. for being there. And that's something the previous two coaches were. True. Were really, everybody since Coughlin. I, mean, I think what we're, what we're going to have to see, though, or what we got to wait to see is whether the Giants can run the ball against anybody else. Because if they don't run the ball... This week they got Carolina. If they don't run the ball the way they did, they probably lose. So, but again, it's, you know, that seems to be a reoccurring theme. A lot of rushing in week one, which is nice to see because it's kind of become a... Yeah, so I mean, it's good to see a little bit of uh, a little bit of throwing. Um, so full marks to the Giants for winning, and that's a good start for them because that division to me is wide open. So especially now, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, Vikings and Packers. Boy, did the Packers look like garbage, and uh, Matt Cousins looked like the second coming of Joe Montana. Uh, 
Well, he, and Justin Jefferson looked like Terry yeah, Wright. Yeah, I mean, well, he, I mean, anything that came anywhere near him, he caught. Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, that was remember we had talked about. I think you picked him too. The top, he was my first or second pick. So, uh, and he and he put up gave a forty point performance based on our settings. So. Well, you know that is, <laughs> it's not uncommon for if a receiver and a quarterback can get a you know get on the same start thinking alike and all that. I mean, Kirk Cousins can throw. I mean, he, yeah. no interceptions, only sacked once, uh, 23 of 32, so what, uh, you know, in the 70% range for completions. Uh, unfortunately for them, I don't know if beating Green Bay means that much because, man, Green Bay has got nobody to throw the ball to. Well, the first offensive play, Aaron Rodgers hits his rookie receiver, Watson, in stride. He's got uh, three steps on the guys. And he's yeah, I mean, he, threw, he, he did he, – I mean, he completed – this is how bad it was. He completed passes to ten different guys. Ten. I mean, it could be a long Well, uh, I don't guys. know, man. Got the Green, Green Bay's got to have a look at, uh, is there a wide receiver that we can acquire? A veteran wide receiver, because they need one. And Aaron Rodgers, you could tell he was pissed, and he got more pissed when uh, he didn't play at the end of the game, and he was really pissed off. So usually when he's pissed off, that usually means we, whoever they play next is in for a rough going, but I still don't know if he got anybody. Yeah, I think everybody, I think a lot of people just had it with him really, though, some of his – uh, he, he, really, he could have took a pay cut. Yeah, he makes a, he makes a lot of he enemies for himself off the field, where he says and does some stuff that doesn't go over well with some people. So, because um, he is a pretty hard uh, pretty hard right winger, he's anti-vax, which I mean he's entitled to be all those things, but it does not help in the locker room. Probably if you're very opinionated in whichever direction you're opinionated. Because not everybody is going to be. Uh, full marks to the Vikings, though, and too bad for the Packers because they've been good for a long time, too. So screw them. Uh, in a bit of a surprise, not surprised the Chiefs won the game, but surprised they won it as easily as they did. And suddenly in one week, the Kyler Murray watch is on where he went from gold to garbage even though he didn't really play all that badly, I didn't think. But, uh, I mean, he was getting run down on ESPN and guys throwing him under the bus and all kinds of stuff. What's your What's your take on the Chiefs-Cardinals? Well, I mean, I played a uh, parlay card last week, and now I, I usually just play three teams because you play any more than that. You're usually just asking to throw your money away. Uh but I was two for two going into the Cardinal and Chiefs game and got let down. Uh, Cardinals were getting six points at home. I felt like, well, you know, Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill. Uh, uh, Mer- uh, Kyler got his uh, big deal, but got let down pretty hard. Well, he he was, you know, what, 30, 30 of 39 for 365 touchdowns. 
no interceptions, no sacks. You can, I mean, if you're going to play against the Chiefs, you at least got to make Patrick Mahomes work a tiny bit. Oh, yeah. You can't just let him. Yeah. Just pick that yeah, if you just, Regardless of Yeah, it don't matter. Part. And, I mean, I mean, he, he to Travis Kelsey just stood there and he hit him in the numbers. I mean, tight end gets 121 yards receiving. I mean, he's been a stud the last few years. Oh, he's a great, yeah, great player. Yeah, he arguably could be the best tight end in the game when he retires, maybe. But, I mean, uh, again, I'm not surprised the Chiefs won that game, but I didn't think they'd, I mean, I didn't think they'd, yeah, I didn't think they'd blow them out. But, you know, 23 points on the road, not good. So, uh, so somebody's somebody's got some work to do there. Yeah. I was uh, in the Nathan Bush Bowl. The Chargers beat the Raiders, and nobody was upset. Uh, Chargers were looking for some payback from last year, if you remember the Raiders yep. to get in the playoffs. Uh, should be a... We talked a little bit off air earlier that how this was by far probably the best division in football, just NFC East just behind it, right? Oh, yeah, uh, especially now. After that big giant win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, and Adams had a really good game with him and Carr, but uh, Chargers looked really good. And speaking of, what's the uh, game it look like right now? It is 17-14 Chargers, but the Chargers have the ball and are moving down the field as we speak. Uh, there is five minutes left in the third quarter. This one's long from over at this point. Uh, yeah, that uh, what jumped out at me, the Raiders-Chargers game. Justin Herbert is uh, three touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. Uh, Derek Carr, two touchdowns, three interceptions, five sacks. And a quarterback rating of 26. Khalil Mack looked really good for the Chargers. Yeah, he had. He got to far. I think he had a couple, a couple of sacks and a, a whole bunch of rushes, and uh, I think he even had like a fumble recovery or something like that. Yeah, he. I mean, but that's why they got him. That was kind of the point. Uh, I guess you know. So Devontae Adams had a pretty good game for the Raiders. I believe he might go over. Yeah, one hundred forty-one and a touchdown. So oh, yeah, well. he had a he had a he had a good day. <laughs> We're going to have to find something else there, you know. Uh, you know, it's week one. You know, you might be a car usually doesn't. Well, they couldn't. Uh, their trouble was uh, when you only rush the ball 13 times, you pretty much kind of telling the defense, you know, we're not, we're not really too sure of our running game here, and we're not going to. And then if you get behind, then you got to start throwing. And it, it, you know, you can only trick everybody so much, right? I mean, that's not a very balanced attack. Uh, two fifty six on the through the air and sixty four yards rushing. You know, you you got to balance it out a bit more than that. Although the Chargers yeah. weren't much better, two seventy nine and seventy six. So. Yeah, Eckler, a lot of the the fantasy owners were disappointed with his performance. I don't know what he's done tonight, but. 
the usage. Well, he was what? Well. He had a uh, backup. Got a lot of. He had 14 carries, there, so. but only 36 yards, and he was four receptions for another 36. Uh, tonight he has done. I'll tell you, because I can do these things. I got that kind of power, Jeff. I know that's hard to believe, but uh, you know, bask in my glory. Uh, he is. I've had it on, but I haven't had the sound on, so you don't hear a lot. Eleven carries for 32 yards. And two catches for 15, so not much better, to be honest. Man, man, uh, man, that's got to suck. Look at the, the quarter, quarterback, quarterback okay. comparison right till this point. 17 of 26, 17 of 24, 185 yards and two touchdowns, 180 yards and two touchdowns. Almost wow. identical. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? And I guess that's why the score is 17 to 14. Uh, where was I? Uh, yeah. It is. Uh, what do we got left? Uh, well, yeah, that game we don't really want to talk about. We could just skip that one. Well, is that the big D game? You know, I, 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 I yeah. Big D. <laughs> is, is our boy Tommy? Is he getting a big D? He might. Uh, I mean, I'm a cow, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I cheer for him. But God, are they bad? And they're going to be even worse now. Although now they're talking he's only going to be out for four weeks, but I don't think it's going to matter. Um, they have a overpaid, uh, not washed up, but not a not a number one back. Uh, Dak Prescott is overpaid. I don't care what anybody says. Well, if you remember, Barry had a hard time giving him his money. And I'm sure is... he felt like, well, who? they're in a position like, who do we get, though, if we don't sign him and give him his money? True. But, I mean, when you look at the, okay, you know, I mean, all right, I mean, Tom Brady's Tom Brady, but, you know, not huge numbers, 18 to 27, 212. Uh, sack twice and a pick and a touchdown. The Cowboys can't manage a can't manage a touchdown through the air. Uh, you know, 14 of 29 for a hundred for a buck 34. Uh, rushed actually was seven to 13 for 64. He would have had comparable numbers if he'd have played. And he didn't they throw any intercept. Like they just like what what on offense where where's the threat? Three points. I mean, C.D. Lamb, who's supposed to be spectacular, they throw the ball to him twice. Two for 29. Okay, well, that ain't going to get it done. Uh, they just don't – they don't have the personnel. They just don't. And I don't know that they got anything in the – you know, if they got anything in the pipe there that they could bring up to – Personnel-wise, it's going to be a long year for the Cowboys. What's well, sad for Dallas fans is there at one time for probably a five-year stretch they had the best offensive line you could, you know, and they just they missed some opportunities there. I mean, with, well, it just didn't work out. For they them. Did, somewhere along the line they, I mean, and I don't know if that's Jerry Jones, probably, 
they just they decided to hitch their wagon to Dak Prescott, and he's not a horrible quarterback, but he keeps getting hurt. I mean, has he? When's the last time he's played a full season? Has he ever? Maybe the first year. Yeah, maybe. You know, another, and it's the and it's the kind of injuries you know that. Okay, now he's got a probably has a broken thumb or or some bones in his hand anyway. Then they're all. And Zeke's yeah, not the same. And now they're already talking about how they're gonna, you know, he's gonna come back sooner than we thought. You know, and that that just never bodes well. You know, you're gonna you're gonna send him out there when he's probably not a hundred percent healed, trying to get him to do too much, and you watch, he's gonna get hurt again. That said, it's gonna be a long year for the Cowboys. They aren't they aren't doing anything. That that division is is open for the Eagles or the Giants Water. or Washington whoever, but whoever can whoever can win the games in the division is probably going to win that division. That's just you know you think about it. I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, I mean, for you to for a team to get far in the playoffs, in the season playoffs. You've got to everybody. Your core players have almost got to stay healthy. Just about everybody. And if you, th- you look back, the team with the least injuries a lot of times are one of the you know the last four in there. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a team. I mean, you can't. You know, if you lose your quarterback or whatever, it's pretty tough to. You know, something me and Nathan you before they, uh, Tom Brady went to the. Uh, Tampa Bay and he and Nathan did a complete uh, turn from a heel turn for uh, from Brady to were, we he all of a sudden went from a system guy to the goat. <laughs> Thomas Henry, Patrick, oh Jesus, yeah. Well, well, we well he, he you know he he would talk about well, Brady uh, took went sixteen and zero with the eighteen and one or eighteen and zero until the Giants beat him and. Uh, and then he got hurt that first game of the year, and then Matt Castle took him 11-5, even though they didn't make the playoffs. It's hard to believe they, didn't, they went 11-5 and didn't make the playoffs, but that was the case that year. Uh, but uh, I think they lost a tiebreaker somewhere. But uh, but he would say, well, Matt Castle, 11-5. I said, well, they still had pretty much the same team, Randy Moss, and the defense was still pretty good. And I said, yeah, Nathan, but they also went 18-0. and I mean, he was seven games better. Uh, you can't. I mean, yeah, it's very easy. I mean, why why do we hate most guys? It's because they win and they don't play for your team. Yeah. You know, if you if you could, uh, I mean, you don't hate Tom Brady, but let's say you did, and and if he would have went to the Giants and they would have won the Super Bowl, you'd have loved Tom Brady. Who wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, oh, who yeah. wouldn't? So, but uh, yeah, the the Tampa Bay looked. They didn't look great either. But they were good. They were good enough uh, to beat they, Dallas, though. They they looked like they they were a team that could. Yeah, and I mean Brady didn't wasn't around for quite a bit of preseason, even though he probably wouldn't have played anyway. But um, what's going on with Brady? Any is he still uh, it looks more? like they're having some issues, but you can't you know you can't believe anything that the press says anymore. I don't. I mean, if I'll believe it if they if she files divorce papers, then I'll believe they're getting divorced. But until then. No, just... Well, 
He's got a, a WNBA star that really is crazy about him. Uh, I'm sure pretty pretty he, sure neither of those two are hurting for options. <laughs> yeah. If it don't work out. Uh, Monday Nighter. The Seahawks beat Denver, which I don't think anybody was really, really willing to predict. But what a comedy of errors. Have you ever, in the history of football, seen a $200 million quarterback get yanked so they can kick a 64-yard field goal? Well, I thought I was watching the replay of the Bengals and uh, Steelers game in different uniforms. You know, a 64-yard try. Well, see, they and what's funny is they got to the 46, and they started running, let the clock run from the 45, and I was like, and I said to myself, they're going to run this down. They were confident enough that McManus could hit this field goal, and and uh, and Aikman and uh, Buck wasn't picking up on it. Like, uh, well, they're letting time run down here. What's? And I said, no, they're not. They're going to kick this. He, he was okay. He was content with it. And if, like you said, if you're going to pay this much money to get this guy here and not putting these, which it was fourth and five, but I don't know. Maybe the kicker made a lot of. Long field goes in practice or something. I, you know, it's just the odds of hitting it though. Yeah, you, you, you know, I, I mean, good. okay, I, opening game of the year, but don't you, don't you really want to win that game? And if you, and if you do yeah, lose yeah. it, do you not want to lose it with giving him a chance to win it? Right. Yeah, that way you, you. Well, now. Well, I mean, they they lost two fumbles on the goal line. Uh, Williams coughed up one, and I think before that, Gordon coughed. Well, it was a fourth down play, and it looked like he may have crossed the line, but they they didn't see enough evidence to say it was a touchdown or whatever. But uh, before he lost it, but uh, I mean, they had it was like watching the Bengals trying to get an extra point. I mean, it, or a field goal. It was just they was doing everything to get themselves in position to do it. It just a matter of doing it didn't happen. I mean, about the only thing I took away from that game was uh, kudos to Geno Smith for. Just going out there and doing what he could do and doing it pretty damn well, in all honesty. Yeah, he played. I mean, he played a good game. Didn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, and I loved his line at the, after the game when they talked to him. He said, they wrote me off, but yeah. I didn't write back. I mean, he was uh, you know, 23 of 28. You know, only for 195, but still. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. You know, never made any mistakes with the ball. And I mean, Russell Wilson put up some pretty decent stats, but he yeah, just he just couldn't get any points on the board. And that mostly, as you said, wasn't really his fault. But yeah, they had. I mean, they had opportunities and the score, and and one time they passed up the field goal, and the fact they were on the one and went for it. But you know, that's just again. I mean, opening opening game of the season, but still, you think if you're Denver, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, you think about it. The press and TV, everybody, I mean, puts a microscope on. I mean, all these games are important. I mean, it could be a matter later on. It could be a matter of getting in the playoffs, like on a tiebreaker or a loss or something like that. Well, it's one of those dumb dumb sports things, though, where when they go, well, you know, they didn't make the playoffs, but they just could have won that last game. Well, yeah, maybe they could have won that first one they lost, though, too. Like, there is, it is one of the sports cliches that – Nobody really counts those, you know, well, they were, you know, they were two and four to start the season, but if they just could have won their last game, they'd have made the playoffs. Well, yeah, but they probably could have, you know, 
They could have won one of those four they lost at the beginning of the year. Yeah, there were several yeah. games. You know, it's never. Yeah. It's like the it's like the guy missing the foul shot to tie the game at the end of the game. Yeah, oh, he lost it, but how many foul shots? Did right, he you know, it, it's a it's a sports thing or, that you know. sort of doesn't make sense, yeah. but. Uh, so anyway, let's uh, let's re- rip through. Let's get your quick prognostications for week two, so we can get out of here, because we're way over what we said we were going to do. <laughs> uh, it, it tends to happen, but uh, so uh, we're seventeen seventeen in the fourth quarter. By the way, um, the uh, Chargers ha- the char- Good game. Chargers Good game. Uh, uh, held. Uh, inside the 10 and uh, forced the Chiefs to take a field goal so where they probably should have had a touchdown um, so Sunday we've got the uh, Jets at Browns uh, I like the, the Browns to win at home but you never Fair know enough. the Browns boy this is, we've got some really sucky games to suck Washington and Detroit so, man, Detroit that, favored by a point it seems like yeah, uh, that would be a tough one. Yeah. For me to bet. <laughs> yeah, just give, give me a winner. You know, I, I no money, no 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 line, uh, just uh, no spread. Just I'm gonna say that. Okay, so far I'm, I'm gonna take Cleveland and Washington too. Uh, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Okay. Now this is Tom Brady's Tampa Bay minus two and a half. But uh, I like Tampa to win, even though New Orleans is usually yeah, the point inside. I just can't get behind Jameis Winston. I'm sorry, but I just I just can't do it. Uh, he's going to have to win a lot more than one game before I'm on that uh, on that uh, train. Uh, Panthers at yeah. the New York Giants. When's the last time the Giants have been favored? Minus two. Game? They're not favored by a whole hell of a lot, though. Well, uh, I like the Giants. Uh, to to win the game, I don't know about the cover, but I like to uh, to win. But like I said, it was one of those games where almost could be like Detroit to watch. I'm going to be a like, dick wow. and take the Panthers just because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to keep it interesting, or else we're going to have the same picks. Uh, New England at Pittsburgh. New New England minus two. If Mac Jones isn't playing, no, I, I think Pittsburgh's. I don't think playing. so because as far as I know, that could change its own. Mind. Well, no, I wonder. I guess it's Friday tomorrow already. Um, I kind of uh, Pittsburgh may be without their running back. Boy, that's a tough game. Uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, say Pittsburgh. I'll take the wins. home dog there just because it's in Pittsburgh. Uh, Jesus, these games suck. Colts at Jaguars. Okay, there's my upset special. That's Jeff's upset special. Take, or take the Jacksonville yeah. on the four points. Right. I'll, I'll stick with the Colts. I just can't. I can't pick the Jags. Uh, Miami at Baltimore. Well, you know, even though Miami looked good the other day, I like Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore's pretty tough at home. Um, Atlanta at uh, the Rams. The Rams need to get back on the winning. Yeah, they ain't going to be happy. That 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 could that could get ugly. They might. Yeah, that 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 might get ugly. Uh, 
Seahawks at the 49ers. San Francisco Ooh. minus eight and a half. Man, that smells bad after the way Trey yeah, Lance played. And they, well, granted, it was in Chicago, and Seattle won their game. I just I think that got a bad smell to it. I like Seattle in the points, but I think San Francisco wins the game. I think I might take Seattle outright and the points. I think I might take both there. But Well, it depends on who's quarterbacking for the 49ers. If it's Trey Lance, I don't know. Uh, Bengals will smash the Cowboys. Can't believe that's a, I can't believe that's only seven points. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, that's, that, that, that game might be ugly. Um, unless Cooper rushes actually get something done but I remember he won a game against Minnesota I mean he's he's year, I mean he's not like absolutely horrible or anything but I don't think they're I don't think the Cowboys beat the Bengals with Dak Prescott so uh Texans at Broncos uh I like uh, Denver's Broncos getting 10 points My, minus 10. Getting 10 okay uh I feel All like right. uh Arizona at the Raiders. I like Raiders to win, right. but Arizona is right. uh, Bears at the Packers. Green Green Bay like, minus uh, ten. Rogers to rebound. I like Green Bay to rebound. Uh, uh, but you know, some like one guy I talked to felt like the uh, Bears might. They could see them getting a backdoor cover. Yeah, that's ten, 10 points, points, so they I could see them getting like a field goal or something late and and, and covering maybe. I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to take the points and the Bears. Uh, Titans at the Bills. Uh, I like the Bills to win the game. Uh, minus 10. Yeah, I like the Bills. I like the Bills. And the more Bills. Give me the, keep, keep giving me Bills. Uh, and the, oh, that's the, that's the Monday night, two Monday nighters this week. Um, yeah, uh, oh, really? that game is at 5.15, and then at 6.30 is Minnesota and Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, that at Philly, minus two to the to the Eagles. I like the Eagles. Yeah, I think the, I think the Eagles oh. are going to be a tough out this year. Yeah. Just good. Uh, I mean, Minnesota's pretty good. They they've never played 